0: Good morning. I want to welcome you to SML, Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson, and today is December 26, 2021. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Thursdays, we're talking about the Holy Ghost. What God is doing, what he's been doing since the beginning of time. when When the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the deep. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is what's gonna save your soul. Obedience is what God says, well done, good and faithful servant too. The Bible tells us that in those days, uh, those that believed continually, daily, with one accord in the temple, and breaking of bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, They were all in one accord, praising God and having favor with all men. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. With that being said, let's go before God in a word of prayer, and then we're going to have our opening scripture. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy on this day, Lord. You've given us breath in our bodies, you've given us a reasonable portion of health and mental soundness. Lord God, we thank you Lord for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness, Lord God, and what you have done. We thank you Lord for what you are going to do, Lord. We honor you, Lord God, for your presence. We honor you for your word. Lord, you said heaven and earth will pass away, but your word is going to stand. Lord God, we honor you. We thank you Lord for your word today. We thank you Lord for the written word. We thank you Lord for the rhema. We thank you, Lord God, for that which you have spoken into our lives and that which you're going to speak today. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are sick in their body. Remember them that are bedridden and cannot be in service. Lord, and those that can be. Lord God, and are not. Lord Jesus, ask that you would stir their hearts up, Lord God. Stir their minds up, Lord Jesus. Lord God, that they should be faithful unto you. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember those the bereaved family, those that have suffered loss during this time. Lord Jesus, you know and understand the comfort that is needed. You know, Lord God, word to, the the parishioners, my Lord, word those that are around them. Lord God, Lord Jesus, to help, Lord, comfort the hearts of Lord Jesus in the time of heaviness. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless and remember those that are financially challenged right now because of situations that have come up, Lord God, out of their control, Lord Jesus, I ask that you would bless them, Lord Jesus, help them, Lord God, Lord Jesus, you know the needs of each individual, Lord God, locally and abroad, Father, we thank you right now, Lord Jesus, yes, Lord, Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we honor you, Lord God, bless them to hear your voice, Lord Jesus, that when you say look to the right, they look and find what you want them to see, Lord God, as they look to the left, that you would help them find whatever you tell them to look for. Lord God, open our eyes of our understanding, open our eyes of our heart, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for the favor that you have given. Father, we pray and ask that you would bless us to walk in obedience, Lord. Pray for the spirit of obedience among your people, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you
1: glory in Jesus' name. Good morning, everybody. Today's opening scripture will be Psalms 15. Lord, who shall abide in thy in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is content. But he that honoreth them that fear the Lord, he that sweareth in his own hurt, and changeth not, he that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent, he that doeth these things shall never be moved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the heirs of the work. Have a blessed
0: day. Amen. at this time, let's worship the Lord, the beauty of holiness. That is what we are to do. The Bible said that the Father is looking for such that is worshiping him. And so we want to worship the Lord in the spirit of truth. We want to worship him in his holiness. And so with that being said, let's open our minds and our hearts up unto the Lord. If you're at work, get Jesus on your mind. If you're driving down the street, I know you can't take your hands off the wheel, but but put the Lord on your mind. And if you're preparing for service, your fire when you get there ought to be lit. the Lord. Mighty God, we exalt your name, Lord. We exalt him. We exalt him above everything, every situation. You know, I'm excited about our Lord and Savior this morning. and I can't wait to share with you uh, not just what the Lord has given today, but what he has in store for us. God has something in store for us I'm talking about in the here and now, I'm not talking about later. I'm not talking about when we have exited from, uh, when these bodies have been changed from mortal to immortality. But there's something that is woven within the fibers of God's will, mighty God. And, and I'm excited to, to, to talk about that, you know, and, and so as we go through the book of Revelation, uh, I'm excited at what I see God is saying, what the Lord is doing, you know, what he has in store for each of us, Uh, those that love him, those that are uh, willfully, the Bible tells us to love the Lord, our God, with our whole heart, you know, our mind, our body, our soul, and, and so we ought to love, there's a certain way, hallelujah, there's a certain way that we ought to love the Lord. You know, and so when we love God the way He wants to be loved, it, it takes it takes away from us focusing on people. Mm-hmm. It, it takes away from us focusing on the person next to you, or or, or or on every because your whole your interest is on what God has to say. It's not about what people are doing and and what they're saying or what they're not saying or how they said it or. You know, and it because our focus is not on the people or an individual. Our focus is on the Lord. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 10 and, and 12 that uh, it says, And now, Israel, church in the wilderness, now Israel, uh, church of today, uh, what do of the Lord God require of thee? See, it's the Lord that required it's not Pastor Carl is not. Uh, your, your daddy, your mama, it's not anyone else. It's not Bishop Tutu, you know, or, or Alf or whoever, uh, uh, but it is what God requires of you. But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways. I, I, I hear the word maturity uh, as I'm reading this. I, I hear, I'm thinking of the word maturity right now. To walk in his ways and to love him And to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. To keep the commandments of the Lord. I think I'm I'm finished preaching right now because I feel like running up the aisle. And so, you know, to love the Lord uh, and to keep the commandments of the Lord. And those commandments are written in the word. So you can just read the word. And then when you go to when you go to church, the preacher ought to be preaching the word. Uh, The evangelist, the minister, whomever God is using that child, it should be coming from the word of God to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day for thy good. Now, for those those of you, uh, if you're using your tablet or whatever, you know, you ought to highlight that Deuteronomy 10, 12, and 13, uh, because that's the Lord speaking. It's for our good. It's good, And so as we mature, you ever notice in your, in your maturity, as you have matured, you've put away childish things. You put away the foolishness that you used to do and the jokery and the, the different things. You know, you might laugh and joke about some things, but there's some foolish things that you realize that, you know, ah, I'm not doing that no more. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not traveling down that path, man. I'm, hey, we can't hang like that. And if you're going to continue doing that, we're not, we're not hanging at all. You know, so it comes a time uh, that we mature, and when we mature, we do as the Lord God require of us. As we mature, we realize that, you know what, I don't have to fear men, I need to fear God. Now, there's something about as we fear God that we do what is right among men. hmm As we fear God, we do what is right among men not that we fear men but we fear God and we know that if I honor God and what I'm doing that I'm also gonna honor my brother next to me I'm gonna honor my sister as well I'm gonna do what's right and what's fair to them I'm, I'm not gonna borrow a uh, hundred dollars from them and say I'll pay you back and then when I see him I duck around the corner no, I'm gonna make sure to go out of my way to get that back to him if I borrowed a car and I scratch it I'm gonna get it fixed if I, if I step on these shoes, I'm going to get them repolished or, or help them. I'm going to do what is right and what is fair for my. Because the Bible said, love your neighbor as you. And so I mean, I love myself. And that brings up another issue. But I love myself. And so I'm going to do what is right and fair. But I love God. And loving God causes me to do those things that are right. Mm hmm. And especially when I walk in His ways. Now, if I want to know what God has to say about what's happening in my life, then I need to go to the word and find the scriptures because, yes, there is nothing that you've gone through that no one else have ever encountered. The Bible said there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing that you're ever going to experience in this life that no one else has ever gone through. No no, 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 no. Well, I went through a very bad divorce. Someone else has gone through a very bad divorce, too. Well, I lost mine. Well, someone else lost theirs, too. And they may have not just lost one, but they may have lost both. Well, you know, my cat died. So did someone else's cat get ran over, and they might have watched the cat get hit by the car. Someone else have gone through what you have dealt with. My dog ran away. Yes, so did mine. Uh-huh. He might have counted it as freedom. But listen, Thank you. we need to, when we look at, what we are dealing with someone else have already so we go you go into the word of god this is going to help somebody here go into the word of god and find out how and what they were dealing with and how they handled it and i guarantee you that those that handled it with god and remain faithful unto god have a different outcome from those that did not bless your name jesus the, so the fear of the Lord, and we walk in his ways, and we love him. We love him. We love him. We love him. Did you tell God that you love him this morning? I love you, Lord. Then When you went to bed last night, did you tell him, uh, I, you could be married, you can tell her or him, uh, I'm, you tell your husband, tell your wife, I love you, but you can also tell God that I love you, too. I love you. Uh, both of y'all, are, Lord, we love you. We love you, Lord. Lord, we honor you. We thank you for the holy matrimony of male and female. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for blessing our union. We thank you for blessing our home. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord God, and how you have blessed us in a mighty way. Lord God, even through the rough times, the the, the silliness, the the, the, the folly that we've encountered, the different things that, Lord God, but we're still standing in you. We're still together. Mm Amen. We still growing old. I like using this phrase old and flabby together. And so not necessarily in that order, but listen here. <laughs> and to love the Lord, serve the Lord. So it's not enough to just love Him. You gotta it's an action to serve Him. And as you serve the Lord, you guess what? You're gonna serve one another. You're gonna serve each other. You're gonna treat each other with a certain respect. You're gonna treat your brothers and sisters. You know, Bible said, How can a man say he loved God? And despise his brother, whom he see, whom you see, you see your brother, you you see your sister. So you can't despise them, and then talk about how much you love God. Uh, uh, It don't work like that. God, the Word of God tells us that to keep His commandments of the Lord and His statutes. You know, I could get a benediction right now. I'm, I'm, I I think I've said enough. But let's go on to the Word of God. We're going over into Revelation the tenth chapter. I'm just, I'm excited about Jesus, you know, and. And, and and when the enemy, sometime when the enemy hits, you, you put your, you hit back. Mm-hmm. Sometime when the enemy hit, you hit back. You know, I was having a discussion with, with my, with my youngest brother and I was sharing some, uh, some deep uh, emotional things with him. Um, you know, sometimes you need to, you need to open up and you need to let people know where, let your loved one know where you are so that they know what to pray about it. They know what you're dealing with, you know, and, you know, so that you not by yourself. Not that they're going to take it all upon themselves, but you not by yourself. You know, that is a way of saying, you know, this is where I am. So that they, that, that's another word saying, this is where I need you to help me at. You, you know, so, and so we were talking about some things and how the enemy had, during the month of December over years, the enemy had attacked Doing a specific time of the year. And sure enough, this, even again, this time of the year, the enemy attacked. And I, but this time, you know, as I, as I thought back over the years, now I, I've learned that, you know, when you're in boxing, you, you have to learn to stand so that if you get hit, you don't go down. And you know, if you, if you, if you in football, if you, you have to know how to stand the proper way that you're blocking or in your position so that if you get hit, you don't go down. You know, you could keep working that that area that you're assigned to. And so I've learned some things over the years, you know, and so I, I'm working that area that I'm assigned to. And so listen here, we go into into Revelation, the 10th chapter, beginning at the fifth verse. It says "And the angel of the Lord, which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things that therein that he should be that there should be time no longer but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God shall be finished in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be finished, as he have declared to his servants the prophets. So the message have gone out repeatedly, that a day is coming uh, that there is that the mystery of God shall be finished. As he has declared to his servants, mm-hmm. So someone else received this message as well, as it had been declared to his servants, the prophets. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, "Go, and take the little book which is uh, open in the hand of the angel which standing upon the sea and upon the earth." And I went, I obeyed what was being said, and I went unto the angel, and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall be to thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. As soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, thou must prophesy before many people, again, before many people and nations and tongues and kings. I want to take a thought this morning and share with you, it ain't over until he says it's over. It ain't over until he says it's over. You might think it's over, but it's not over until he says it is over. Now, this is not a Lenny, a Lenny uh, Kravitz song, you know. Uh, we're still together. We're all one. So much wasted time playing games with love, tears, uh, you know, uh, cry, pain, and sigh, and we try. No, no, no. This is not that. It's not that. This There is, the difference is God is not uh, trying to do anything, He has done it, uh, He has succeeded. And, there, and those that are willing have and will succeed also. Those that are in the midst of the storm, you're going to succeed. I'm, I'm telling you this. Point, whatever you're dealing with, uh, as long as you abide in the will of God, you're going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It ain't over. It ain't over until he says it's over. This is a term that is used in dealing with the final outcome. You know, sometimes things happen and we look at it as a the final outcome. Well, this is it, you know. Um, you know, as you, as you channel surfing sometimes, you see these old movies and old sitcoms and different things that was maybe on when you was a child, you know, or maybe, you, yeah, so you passed by and you heard it, you know. And, and one of those sitcoms was Sanford and Son. And, you know, something would happen in his life or, or, you know, or his son would do something and he would grab his chest and say, oh, here I come. I'm coming home, you know, as if it was over. You know, sometimes we do the same thing. Things are happening in our life and, you know, and we look and we we begin to declare. "Mm -hmm." We begin to make that statement that it's over, you know, it's coming to an end now, you know. Uh, this is getting ready to subside, and, you know, it's, it's, but it ain't over until he says it's over. The final outcome cannot be assumed or determined until a situation, uh, this situation or the situation or your situation, that chain of events has completely finished. It doesn't, you know, it's not finished. Listen here. It's not finished until God says it is finished. It is not done. The enemy does not have the final say so over the life of the believer. He does not have the say so over what is happening. Well, let me go. Let me say this too. someone might be telling you that I'm praying against something that you are seeking after. Uh huh. I, I remember as a as a young man growing up in church, and, and some of you, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, you know, I knew someone that that wanted to go, and to they wanted to be a peace officer, but yet there was someone that was saying, "I'm praying against you being a peace officer, because you, you know, that, that's a da- dangerous job." Well, who else do you want to keep the peace except someone that believed the word of God? You want some wicked folks to keep the peace? No, you want some righteous folks. To keep the peace. The Bible said, blessed are the peacemakers. And so they were praying. That, you know, listen, in other words, no one can speak something over your life unless it lines up with the word of God. Uh-huh. Now, you might say something. You might put it in the atmosphere. But I'm telling you, I'm putting the word out. Uh huh. I'm putting the word of God out. Put the word of God out in the atmosphere, and so it will, the enemy cannot fight against the word of God. He cannot fight, he cannot overcome the word of God. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel said that that I was, uh, he had prayed a prayer and, and his prayer was answered from the very time, first time that he had prayed the prayer. And, but the king of Persia was resisting the response of the prayer and God sent a stronger angel to release it, and Daniel received the word. Uh, so your prayer mm, have been may have been received by God, but there's some resistance. But I'm telling you, put the word, keep the word out in the atmosphere. Bless your Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Because the enemy can't can't fight the word of God. That's what Job had going on. See, that's what made Job that the difference Job held on to the word he said those skin words eat up my flesh I know that I'm going to stand and see God I'm going to live through this my physical man might die but I'm going to see him I'm going to see him in life because he was holding on to the Word of God the Word of God the Word of God and so the Word of God is letting us know that it ain't over until he says it is over years ago before political correctness was was really pushed out you know uh, there was a saying and saying it ain't over until the fat lady sang. and, and so we're we're, uh, we're we're there you know we're still there there are some fat ladies there are also some fat men along there are some skinny men and skinny ladies uh, you know and, and there are those that are in between uh, is just your perception uh-huh uh, some of it is actual physical some of it is your perception now if you was talking to my my grandsons their perception is that is that I <laughs> well anyway I'm not going there <laughs> but listen <laughs> uh, the a crescendo is the loudest point reached in a gradual, increasing sound. And so it is the highest point reached in the, progression, in the progressive increase of intensity, a gradual increase in loudness. And I believe there is a gradual buildup occurring right now. Uh, for the Bible, tell us over in Luke, the 15 15th chapter, and about the 17th, uh, 7th verse, it says, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented. More than uh, over 99 righteous, just persons. So, so uh, there might be a building full of people that are just and right. And so you have already sort of arrived, so to speak. But then there is one that enters into the building that had not been acquainted with God. Uh, or maybe they were backslidden and, uh, you know, and found themselves transgressing the word of God. But now they've entered into the house of the 99. And God is saying that that they came in with a heart. The goodness of God has led them to repentance. Uh, You know, the the goodness of God is what leads us. And so sometimes you'll find yourself marching on your way uh, in a different direction. And then the goodness of God uh, start directing you. And next thing you know, you've turned around. And you've headed someplace else. You decided that well, I'm not going to go there tonight. I'm not going to that that party. You know, I, I wanted to go, but but you know, I, I really did the, the taste for it, the desire of it right now is just not. It's kind of I, I don't really feel that right now. I was going to go and hang out, you know, with some other foot, but but you know, I'm not feeling that right now. And so uh, there's something about the goodness of God that it intervenes, and you know, and then you find yourself sitting it after a while that you know, well, I was going to watch this on TV, but you know, it's not fine. It's not really. Uh, satisfying what I need right now and you know and so after a while you begin to sit and think about God and and, and you begin to talk to God you know God uh, you know things are just not going right in my life things are just not where I want to be right now you know and and, you know and and so there become a moment of self examination and after a while uh, you find that the heart begin to melt and, and you begin to somebody ought to know what I'm talking about Oh bless your Lord God uh, somebody else has been there like me and, you know and you and so you begin to talk to God and to let God know that you know I really want to be right with you. I really want to have a better relationship with you. I really want to do your will. I really want to see your face in peace i really want to have a relationship with you that i've never had before i really want to overcome and, and and leave the things of the past behind i really want to overcome i really want to oh bless your lord god and, and god gets touched it and, and and the bible said that there is a rejoicing in the in the presence of the angels over one person that repents Bless you, Lord God. Mighty God. Repentance is causing a loud sound, and it is echoing in the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. Repentance is not one of those things that go unnoticed. It is not a word that we just use to, uh, to say, Well, I repent. You know, I, I've, I've seen that through the years where people just say, Well, I repent of that. But they really did not repent. They did, they did not repent. Their heart remained the same, and they went out and committed the same act over again. Bless your Lord God, you. mighty God. And so repentance calls, has a, true repentance has a loud sound and it echoes in the kingdom of God. Uh, the reconciliation of the lost is causing an incredible sound and a reaction in the presence of the angels. Listen, there is another build up, mighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Another gradual build. And the Bible tells us in 2 Thessalonians, uh, the second chapter, about the fifth verse. It says, "Remember ye not that when I was with you, uh, when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And and now, uh, now, uh, and know ye now that uh, what withholdeth that he might be revealed in this time. See, I told you, it's not, it's not over till he says over. Uh, For the mystery of iniquity doeth work uh, until uh, he that letteth will. And so the uh, one that allows things to come to an end." Has not allowed it to happen yet. That's why we're still here. Mighty God. That's why we're still preaching the word of God over the podium. That's why we're still uh, witnessing out, uh, pounding the pavement. That's why we're still holding up the bloodstained banner because he that will uh, let it have, have is still in the way of blocking the one, the acti uh, that would reveal himself until he be taken out of the way until uh, it is over, because he said it's over. And then uh, shall the wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the, the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivable, uh, deceivable and uprightness, unrighteousness, Uh, In them that perish, Mm. they perish because they receive not the love of truth, uh, that they might be saved. Somebody is refusing to receive the word of God. Somebody is refusing to hear what God has to say uh, because they want to lean to their own understanding, uh, because they want to do what they want to do and they want to do it their way. When they want to do it, how they want to do it and why they want to do it. And so therefore they received not the truth of the word, and that they might be saved. Uh, John is seeing and uh, hearing and documenting uh, a limited uh, message. Uh, I say it's limited because everything has not been written. It's limited uh, because when he went to write, God told him uh, not to write about it. And so there are some things that we don't know. But, there, but the things that we do know is enough to say run. It's the things that we do know is enough to say, get busy. The things that we do know is enough to tell us to, uh, to mind our business and leave other folks' business alone. Uh, the things that we do know is enough to say, save your soul. The things that we do know is enough. The Bible tells us in Habakkuk 2, mighty God, uh, in Habakkuk too. as we come to the end of, of 2022, uh, Habakkuk, the, the last Sunday of the year. Uh, the Bible said and the Lord answered me and said write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he that uh, that may run that readeth it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it shall speak and not lie oh my God somebody is speaking some things and they're lying but the Word of God is the truth and it shall not lie though it tarry though it might wait uh, uh, but you uh, though it might not happen immediately the Bible said, wait for it. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to wait for it. We're going to wait for the promise of God. We're going to wait on the word of God. We're going to wait on the vision of God. We're going to wait on the dreams of God. Well my God, the Bible said in the last days your young man shall see visions. Your old man shall dream dreams. Your young, your daughters shall prophesy. And so we're going to wait for it. We're going to wait for what God has to say. We're going to wait for what God wants to do. Uh, whatever he's doing in this season, Lord God, don't forget about me. That's what you ought to be saying, Lord God. Whatever you're doing in this season, don't forget about me. Uh, he said it will not tarry. It's not going to wait. And so since I know that the word of God is going to fulfill, it may not fulfill in the next five minutes. It may not fulfill over the next five days or five months. The way uh, that many, uh, but I'm looking for it to fulfill whatever he says uh, for it to happen. And so in the meantime, I'm going to put on my running shoes. Uh, do you have some shoes that you can run in? Uh, you ought to put on your running shoes. I didn't say walking shoes. I said running shoes. Uh, you ought to put on some loose-fitting clothes, uh, some clothes that you can move around in. Something that's not going to restrict you from moving, but you ought to put on some light, some loose fitting clothes so that you can move about and you can run. So you put on your running shoes and you put on your loose fitting clothes. Uh, You're going to make the right preparation. Mm. The Bible said, wherefore sin we are also compassed about with a great cloud of witness. Let us lay aside every weight and every sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience. The race that is said before us looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, uh, that's at the finish line. At the finish line, I'm not looking for a house. At the finish line, I'm not looking for a car. At the finish line, I'm not looking for a girlfriend or a boyfriend. At the finish line, I'm not looking for a husband or a wife. At the finish line, I'm looking for Jesus. I'm looking for Him, the author and the finisher of my faith. I'm looking for Him that can say that you ran well I'm looking for him that can say, well done, good and faithful servant. The Bible says, for who the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and was set down on the right hand of God. My God, the Bible tells us in preparation. In Hosea 10 and 12, it says, sow to yourself in righteousness and to reap in some mercy. My God, I feel it today. Oh uh, my God, I feel I, I'm telling you I, I can't contain it today. But he said, break up your follow ground, for it's time to seek the Lord. Till he come and reign righteousness upon you. Well, the Bible says over in Revelation. Now hold on just a moment here. Mighty God, thank bless you. your name, Jesus.
1: Mighty Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, I, I'm telling you, I feel like running. Oh, the saints used to say, I feel like running on and seeing what the end is going to be. I feel like running, mighty God, so I can see what the end is going to be. Well, the Bible says that the angel which I saw stand up on the seat and upon the earth lifted up his hands to heaven. It's important to recognize the authority. And where true power resides, God is sovereign. He's alpha and omega. He's present omniscient, on the science, omnipotent. It's not enough to know who he is. you got to know what he is. you got to respect him for who he is. Oh, my God. And the Bible says, uh, and swear, the angels swear by him, that live forever and ever. And he created heaven and the things therein and the earth and the things that are, and the sea and the things that are in it, and time, and that there should be time no longer. Well, to swear means to stress absolute truth. I swear to you this morning that the word of God is true. I swear to you this morning that obedience is better than sacrifice. I swear to you this morning that loving God with your whole heart. I swear to you this morning, keeping your promise unto God, and doing those things that's required of you is going to save your soul. Listen here. Some people swear faithfulness but became unfaithful when things begin to go wrong. That's the time we ought to act like David. Uh, many, uh, they want to look at David and say, well, he committed adultery. Well, listen here. God forgave him. And you ought to forgive him too. Listen. And therefore, the Bible said that David, uh, that God testified and said that David was faithful and obedient in all his ways. And so David, we ought to act like David and others that experienced when things go wrong, they were not the first and they won't and you won't be the last. The psalmist says the Lord remembered David and all his affliction, how he swear unto the Lord. And vowed unto the God of Jacob. You are to keep your promise. You are as you have sweared unto the Lord. Uh Uh-huh, that's another word uh, that we can replace with promise. When you swear to God, I'm going to keep my vow. When you swear to God, I'm going to hold on no matter what comes. Hell and high water might show up. But I'm going to hold on to what God has to say. Well, my time is just about up. But I love this about David and not only him, but all those that told the Lord with their actions. Now, also, when I'm old, this is what David had to say. And I believe this is what many that love the Lord are saying that when I'm old, oh God, forsake me not until I have shown my strength unto all generations and thy power to everyone that is to come. I'm going to show up and I'm going to show out just for God. I'm going to show your wisdom. I'm going to show your knowledge. I'm going to show your understanding. I'm going to show how real you are, how powerful you are, what you've done in saving my soul. Ah, my God, in forgiveness of sin. Oh, my God, I'm going to show, no matter in my youth, in my middle, in my age, how great thou art. This is my mission, my mission in this life that and to tell you that it ain't over until he says it's over Now i want you to do something for me if you don't mind you ought to tell somebody you know we said in this day and time just just text somebody and let them know that it ain't over until god says it's over you ought to let them know you know somebody that's going through something you know somebody that's dealing with a situation you ought to text them and let them know it ain't over until God says it's over. You ought to let Him know that He has the whole world in His hand, and if He's holding the whole world, and He's holding you, yeah, let Him know. Uh, let Him know that you want to add life to them, mighty God. That it ain't over until God says it's over. John was merely getting what he needed, uh, my God, uh, for the next phase of ministry. Sometime what we're dealing with, what we're going through, is for the next phase of our life is for to prepare us, is to make us stronger, is to make us more powerful in God because then we'll be able to help somebody to deal with what they're dealing with. We'll be able to share with them that when my mind was not right, God regulated it. We'll be able to share with them when I had a a oops, God helped me to to get over that boo-boo. Listen, here when I fell down, God picked me back up. You'll be able to help somebody. That when I went through some hurt, uh, that when my hurt was over, uh, that God was able to minister not just to you, but to the person that was going through the same situation. John was being prepared for a congregation. He was being prepared for a mass that would reach out. Uh, He was stuck, though he was stuck in between a rock and a hard place. He was yet being prepared. He was yet uh, preparing. For a work of ministry. So listen here preparation is not contingent. It's not always contingent upon what you see, you. but what He is preparing you for. It ain't over until God says it's over. Thank you. Mighty God. It ain't over until God says it's over. Thank you, Lord. The Lord went on to tell John, Thank you, Jesus. He said, Thou must prophesy again before many people. You must prophesy. Somebody thinking that? that, that, that listen, because the enemy then, then gave you a then blindsided you as he will. You know, cowards do that. Blindsided you, hit you with something that was unexpected. Understand something God had. He had permission from God to do it. Uh huh. He had permission. He had permission. And so, since you know now that he had permission to do what he did. Because he knows the rules. Touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. He knows the rules. Yeah, He went to God uh, and the Lord asked him. He didn't go and say, I've been watching Job. He said, the Lord asked him, Where, what have you been doing? And he said, I've been going to and fro. And God said, have you considered my servant? Have you looked at him? Have you looked at her? Mighty God. Have you thought about them? See, God knew. God knew uh, because the testimony was that Job hated evil. See, that was the testimony. <laughs> How about you today? Do you hate evil? Do you look at situations that you know are false balances that are not right? And say, that ain't right. And despise it. And with wisdom, help others to understand that that's not the right way. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God. You you have many people to prophesy to nations, tongues, and kings. Uh huh. Job, so you're in a rock and a hard place right now. You're seeing this, but I, and this wasn't the first time that the Lord had told Job that that, that there's people that he got to go talk to. Even, but he didn't take him off that rock at the moment. See, it ain't over till, till God says it's over. And, and so Job was still there and had to stay until it was time to be moved. Your situation, whatever it might be, it may have been a year, it may have been five years, it may have been. You're in that until. Mm. Bless your name, Jesus. Now, in this whole time, John is on this Isle of Patmos. He's there with whatever else is there, and I can't tell you what was there, but it was an island. They were looking for him to just be there and remain, starve to death, eat leaves, eat grass, whatever. I don't know. I don't what. Catch whatever crawled he was going to catch. I don't know. Listen. But he was there without any companionship. There was no congregation for Job to speak to in that instance. But yet God fed him with all of this wisdom, all of this knowledge that we're reading about right now, that we're exploring, that we're thoroughly examining. God gave this to him while he was yet in what we consider a destitute state. Seek God. It ain't over until it's over. I, I'm going to stop. We'll, I, we'll come back. We'll continue on in Revelation. We'll continue on, mighty God. But know that it ain't over. I hope you text someone. I hope you sent the word to them to let them know the same. It ain't over until God says it is over. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness. We thank you for your grace, Lord, as that you would bless your word as it has gone out to, Lord, Help those that are listening, those that will hear later. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the souls that are being and that will be added to the church, Lord. We honor you, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, we'll tell of your goodness and continue to give your name of praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin, don't live a deprived life. Don't deprive yourself of salvation. If you're looking for a church home, our doors are open, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. As I'm going to tell you, if you know how to play, we're looking for piano players, morning one. Uh-huh. I love playing the bass guitar, but I let that go for someone else to come and play as well. We're looking for some musicians to glorify God. And If you looking, your soul is hungry, you're looking for a place to... Grow in ministry. We want to invite you to come. God bless you. Live saved, live holy. We'll be in the book of Daniel on Tuesday. The Lord say the same. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. time love you love somebody remember text someone encourage their heart let them know it ain't over until God says it's over